You're listening to 91.5 FM and 102.3 FM. This is Brevard County's home for the very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music. WMIE. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a fast-paced world. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. Yes, we're going to. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. On this day. This Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. We have three days of the week gone, and here we are going into the last two days of the teaching this week. Your words become your reality. Your words, my words become our reality. Reality. reality we shall have whatsoever we, we say. say we eat by the words of our mouth so i'm going to declare i'm going to end this mm-hmm. year strong. strong yes we still have much opportunity yes. to end the year strong i'm going to end it strong mm-hmm. i'm going to end it healthy mm-hmm. i'm going to end it full of life yes i'm going to end it on the side of mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. Yes, 2021 is coming as a great year of innovation. But first here in 2020, it's laying the framework. Um, It's laying the foundation. So there are things that we must get in order this year. 2020, this year, there are some things we can't just say, oh, well, I'll do it next year. Oh, we had too much going on this year. I didn't get around to it. No, people who are starting projects in this year are finishing them with a rate of divine acceleration. I have heard nothing but positive testimonies. Everybody I know who has put their hands to a work during this year to build and to sow in the time of what looked like famine, every person has been of great success. Every person's project has prevailed despite what the circumstances look like around it. And I'm not just talking about one or two people. I'm talking about many people who I have come in contact with have said, that they started, God has pushed them more than ever with an urgency in this year to do certain endeavors, some things that have been locked up for 10 years, some things that have been locked up for longer where they had the idea, but they never did anything with it. But during this time, they began to work the plan that God gave. And during this time, things are coming together. We are called to do the possible, and I guarantee when we do the possible, the God God of the impossible impossible. is going to show up to do the impossible. So do what you can do. Paul tells us all you need to start a project is a willing mind and what's already in your hand. All you need to start a project. Sometimes we think we need a list of 100 things and a million dollars. But all you need to start a project is a willing mind. You have to be willing to do it and what's already in your hand. So you start working with what you have. You work at the level that you are at, and then God will multiply it. He will bring the resources to get to the next level. Work hard. Mm -hmm. Get the book. Mm -hmm. Make life work. Make life work. Mm -hmm. Work hard. God God is a Mm -hmm. worker. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a worker. Mm -hmm. Abraham is a worker. Mm -hmm. Moses is a worker. Joshua is a worker. Mm -hmm. They all, Mm -hmm. those were the the children. Let's come up to the Apostle Paul Mm -hmm. was a worker. Yes. Relentless. You got to Mm -hmm. not fold your hands. Mm -hmm. 
as we enter into 2021. 2021. Mm -hmm. So we got to get busy. Mm -hmm. And notice what the Bible says. The hands of the diligent Mm -hmm. will prosper, Mm -hmm. will bless. Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. For they shall eat the fruit Fruit. of their doings. Doings. Your doings, what you do, what you do. Mm -hmm. Because most time what we do is what we say. Mm -hmm. I say I'm not going to work, so I don't Don't go go to work. work. Mm -hmm. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just don't, you're going to say, mm-hmm. are you going to work today? No. Mm-hmm. You say you're not going to work, and you do it. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do today? I'm going to sleep all day. Mm-hmm. What do you do? <laughs> sleep all day. Sleep all day. Mm-hmm. Or you get up and you say, man, I'm getting busy. I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. I got some unfinished business mm-hmm. on my desk. I got some unfinished business in the factory, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to get there to get it done. done. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You get there, and mm-hmm. you get it done. Mm-hmm. Go to Mark 11. And verse, I think Mark 11, verse 20. Read from verse 20 down. And look at this here this morning and this Thursday morning. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried mm-hmm. up from mm-hmm. the roots. Mm-hmm. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed yeah. has withered away. Hey, stop right there. Mm-hmm. Your word has what? Power. It was in the evening of that day, Jesus passed that fig tree mm-hmm. and spoke to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go yeah, there because yeah, this is, this is good. Because there was an expectation yeah. that the fig tree would produce, yes. and it wasn't producing. Yeah. So there's an expectation. God has an expectation for each and every one of us that the gift that he put in us is going to produce yes and he's looking for a return yes there's an expectation god has a great expectation that the investment that he made in you will reproduce a return so starting this the uh, narrative starts in mark chapter 11 um, verse 13 and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it so it appeared to be the time of the harvest. It appeared to be the time where they would find the figs on the tree. Because it was looking like it is prosperous, (laughs) but it didn't. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So then that goes in then to the next day where they realize that what he said, what Jesus said, Says. had actually came so to pass. That's what we said. Be careful what you say. And if you look at it in your Bible in Mark 11, verse 21, there's an exclamation point. They say, Rabbi, look. Yeah. Like they're in shock. Yeah. They're very surprised. They're astonished. There's the exclamation points are used in the Bible, but they're not used as frequently as other um, end uh, punctuations. So when there's an exclamation point, we need to pay attention. Say, Rabbi, look, the fig tree, when she cursed, has withered away. Verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in in God. God. Verse 23. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, 
He will have whatever, whatsoever, whatsoever he says. Whatsoever he says. Whatever he says. Verse 24, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Yes. That your Father in heaven may also forgive you and yes. your trespasses. Yes. So we have to be mindful that we're not letting unforgiveness be a blessing blocker, as they call it. Unforgiveness is a blessing blocker. When we're allowing, and I said allowing, all that strife, all that bitterness to spawn evil within us, when we're allowing that to happen, we're blocking our own blessings. We're allowing ourselves to wither away and die when there's much more that God has called us to do. Are things going to happen in life that hurt? Yes. Yeah. Are things going to happen in life that are just unfathomable, that are a travesty? Yes. It wasn't supposed to be like that, but it was. But can we? are we going to allow the rest of our life to continue to be in that same state? Or are we going to allow freedom to come by releasing that person and that situation? Releasing the person in the situation through forgiveness. Why? Because Jesus Christ's blood wasn't just shed for you. It was also shed for them. It was shed for the cleansing of our conscience from dead works in order to serve the living God. So the blood was shed as a penalty, as the price for sin, but it was also shed to cleanse your conscience from dead works in order to serve the living God. So as you pray that, over your mind, over your emotions, over your feelings, blood of Jesus, cleanse my conscience from dead works in order to serve the living God. Does that mean that you're going to forget that thing that happened? No, you're not going to forget it, but you won't be as emotionally, it won't set off those emotions that it does now. You'll remember it as something that happened in the past, but it won't be detrimental to your right now. So we have to allow the blood of Jesus to do what it was sent to do. Cleanse my conscience from dead works in order to serve the living God. Meditate on things of peace. Paul gives us the recipe in Philippians chapter 4. Meditate on things that are virtuous, praiseworthy, good, noble, true. There's a whole list in Philippians chapter 4 of what we are to meditate on. Don't continue to meditate on that wrong against you because it's going to continue to enrage you every time you think of it. And it's going to get worse and worse as it eats away at you internally. So you must release that thing. Yeah, how can I do that? It's too hard. It was too much. You can do it. You can release it. You can say that I'm done suffering for something that happened in the past. I choose my future to be more glorious than my past. I choose to release this person. I choose to surrender them onto God. Surrender them over to God for the vengeance. Your vengeance alone is nothing compared to the vengeance of God. Surrender them over to the vengeance of God. Let God deal with them, and you continue to live your life as God created you to live your life with peace in your right mind soundness of mind, a life full of love and productivity. God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And there's nothing you can (laughs) can do do about it. (laughs) There's nothing you can do to make God love you anymore. And there's nothing that you can do to make God love Love you you any any less. less. Because he what? 
loves you. And if you're asking, why, God, why did I have this happen to me? Why am I experiencing this? Well, God is not the only presence in the world. John 10.10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So why did it happen? Because there's corruption in the world. Why did it happen? Because everybody's not living according to God's word and his principles. There's another influence in the world. That's why it happened. It didn't happen because God turned his back. It didn't happen because God doesn't love you. It didn't happen for any of those reasons that the devil puts in your mind. God has not forgotten about you. It says in Jeremiah that he's married to the backslider. There is nowhere you can go. You can't go too high and you can't go too low to outrun the presence of God. God is continually with you. He is in you. It's an inward dwelling of the Holy Spirit. So we have to know what the word of truth is. Otherwise, we're going to live a life of deception from the enemy. We must know the true word of God. He is a living. He is alive. He loves you on this morning. You can't shake him. The gifting and the callings of God are irrevocable. They're without repentance. You can't shake God. Yes. That's why you see people locked up in a prison yes. preaching the gospel, and yes. they're being called pastor, yes. but they're in the prison. Yes. Because the gift and the calling of God are irrevocable. He's yes. not taking his gifts back. The Bible says that God is not a man, therefore he cannot lie. He's not stingy. He's not going around snatching stuff back just because you're not doing anything with it. But he is looking for a return on it. So in the fact that we honor God, we love him, we want to see his will established here in the earth realm. So we choose to surrender our life as a living sacrifice unto him to prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. We want to encourage you to be refreshed on today. That was Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. Blood of Jesus, cleanse my conscience from dead works in order for me to serve the living living God. God. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Brevard County's Praise and Worship Station. Your radios are tuned in to WMIE 91.5 FM. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day.